0: Wish we could turn back time to the good, old
1: days. good morning. Good afternoon, Richmond. It's 12 noon, and I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on the new sports radio, 910 The Fan, now at 105.1 FM. Phone lines are open throughout the show, 833-804-0910, 833-804-0910. Here we are on a misery Friday, 2 losses in one week. Yeah, that's what we're dealing with here for the Washington Commanders. I want to hear from you members of the AWOD Army. Did you watch that terrible performance last night? 833-804-0910. 833-804-0910. Grant Paulson from and Danny will join the show at 30. give his take on what he saw last night, a terrible performance by the Commanders' defense. Chris Russell will join the show at 12.30. Uh, as the rooster always loves to get a good rant in on the Commanders after a defeat, of course, on the Richmond Commander phone lines are open 833-804-0910. I'll give you my 10 takeaways from the defeat and the who, what, when, where, how, and why the Commanders lost, and now are two and three below 500 for the first time this season, and that's where we begin. I honestly don't know. Did I just watch Thursday Night Football last night on Amazon Prime? Or was it a special performance of Saw 10? Because I saw a bunch of dead bodies. Are you kidding me? That was a terrible performance. This is the last time, stub, that I have a cookout. This is the last time that I have a watch party for a Commander's game. Had all my friends over. I'm thinking, this is an easy victory. It's the freaking Chicago Bears. They haven't won in 14 straight games. You know what? We lose, and I threw a temper tantrum in front of six of my closest friends. I embarrassed myself because my football team completely embarrassed me. And I woke up this morning, and I felt I, I felt like I smelled like crap. I'm, I'm like sniffing my body, sniffing my armpits. I showered twice this morning trying to get rid of that stench. Turns out it's not me. It's my football team that smells and looks like poop. Irving Magic Johnson was in the building. He's not happy with that performance. Quote, tonight the Commanders played with no intensity or fire. We didn't compete in the first half and got down 27-3 to heading into halftime. It was too big of a hole to climb out of, and that's why we ended up losing 40-20. to And you know what? The honeymoon is over. The honeymoon is over. It's not the Burgundy and Sold party anymore, Josh Harris. It's time for you to make some decisions. And the decision I would like you to make is to tell Ron Rivera... To turn in his key card, to turn in his parking pass, and to put his gosh darn house up for sale. I'm so done with Ron Rivera. I've been done with him for a long time. The, last night was the end of it. It really was. All right, let's get into the good, the bad, and the ugly from last night's game. 40-20 to 20 loss to the Chicago Bears. And look, the offense scored 20 points. Last year, they averaged 18.9 points per game. So the offense... Did their job, if you ask me. Last year, we won eight ge- 18 games. We won eight games, scoring 18 points per game. Eight games. We scored 20 last night. But your defense gives up 40. The good is Sam Hal throws for 388 yards, had over 400 all-purpose yards. He never gave up. He's getting sacked. He's running for his life. He's getting hit-sticked by the Bears, getting pulverized because of this crappy offensive line. And you know what? He never gave up from start to finish he plays his heart out I wish I could say the same thing about the defensive players on this team that's the good and that's about it here's a little clip from Terry McLaurin after the game asking his teammates we've got to find a way to start the game better it doesn't matter what your intentions are it's what you put out there on the field so I know we don't have a lazy bunch I know we don't have a non-intense group of guys but uh that showing is not reflective of us but that's that's who we are like, we put that on tape yeah they put that on tape they're going to have to watch that embarrassing performance over and over again and analyze it. And, and, and they're going to have to point fingers. They're going to have to point fingers. Somebody is to blame here. I'm blaming Ron Rivera. I'm fine if you want to blame Jack Del Rio. If you ask me, just don't point the finger at anybody on the offensive side of the ball. They scored 20 points. It's the defense. They gave up 40 and has now given up 30-plus in three straight games. Are you kidding me? Four straight games now. Count, we count the Broncos 1-2, even though you came back and won. So we get to the bad. A bad is the defense finished with three sacks for nine yards. Justin Fields was sitting back in that pocket, relaxing, smoking and joking, and then throwing it to an open DJ Moore. Zero turnovers forced? I mean, are you kidding me? You got to do something to change the game. I mean, that's as bad a- a- against a team that's lost 14 consecutive games, that is so bad. How about you gave up 178 yards rushing? Herbert, product of Virginia Tech, had seven yards to carry. I mean, he looked like Alvin Kamara mixed with Adrian Peterson. We couldn't bring him down. He he converted on three different third and longs. Three separate times. We let them run to pick up the first down. The defense was terrible. Here's Chase Young after the game telling reporters, "We got to find a way to play faster."
2: I just think we need to start faster. All right, gotta put on nobody. We need to start
0: faster.
1: Yeah, well, they're not doing that, and so I think they need to make some changes because the slow starts are everything that Ron Rivera—it's every single week with Ron Rivera. The Rivera era is full of slow starts. Something has to change. Now we get to the ugly. The ugly for me, that's D.J. Moore, 230 yards. I don't think I've ever seen a more mediocre wide receiver look like a freaking star. D.J. Moore went to Maryland, not Ohio State, you know, not Michigan, not Georgia, not Alabama. He went to Maryland. He had 25 and 41 receiving yards in two games this season. Other teams around the NFL have figured out how to stop him, and then he exploded for 230 yards. Carolina didn't want him. They traded him. He turned into Terrell Owens and Jerry Rice last night against the Commanders because of their terrible coverage, they let him turn into Jerry Rice. Every time he turned around, he saw nothing but green grass. It's like they didn't even try to tackle him. It was so ugly. You let one player single-handedly defeat you. One player nearly had four touchdowns. He didn't step out of bounds. The Commanders got lucky. It was such an ugly game at home, the refs tried to make it easier for them. This game doesn't change who we are. No, this game changes us completely, Ron Rivera. We're not the same team that we were last week. Because last week, we thought we had a moral victory against the Eagles. It's not a moral victory anymore. Now that, now that you lose Thursday to the Chicago Bears, it's a terrible defeat. And it's, hello, it's a three-game losing streak. Let's take a listen to the head coach, Ron Rivera, after the game. So he, he just said, this doesn't change who we are. Doesn't change who we are. Commanders doesn't, this game doesn't change who we are. It changes us completely. We're not the same guy that we were. We're not the same team. You know why? Because we didn't show up on Thursday Night Football. And you know what? We never show up in prime time under Ron Rivera. That's why something has got to change. It's got to change. Josh Harris, I'm looking at you to make your first decision in charge of the Commanders. Because that was embarrassing. That was a a fireable offense right there, losing 40-20. to You know why it was a fireball offense for Ron Rivera? Because what is he getting paid to do? To draft players. Well, they didn't show up. Manuel Forbes, another bad game, right? Ricky Stromberg not on the field. Quan Martin only playing special teams. Why'd you draft these guys? Your first three picks did not hit. Oh, but he's paid to motivate the guys. Uh, they played the most uninspiring football I've ever seen. Oh, he's paid to make halftime adjustments. He told the reporter at halftime he let the players talk. He couldn't come up with anything. He's got nothing. Ron Rivera's got nothing except for he's taking money now from Josh Harris. It was funny when he was taking paychecks and cashing paychecks from that loser Dan Snyder. Well, now he's taking money from Josh Harris and Magic Johnson, and I don't know how they're going to be okay with it. I want changes to be made. You got to change something defensively. Either Ron Rivera or Jack Del Rio doesn't need to have a job next week. I'm done watching this defense play. They are way too talented on paper. All right. I'm not blaming the players. I'm blaming the guys that put them in the position to make the play. The schemes were terrible. How the hell do we have a third down where we put our defensive tackles on the outside and let them run up the gut? It's so stupid. Looked like we're. We got out coached by Matt Eberflus. He hasn't won a game in 365 days. Are you kidding me? Phone lines are open if you want to chime in. 833 804 0910. 833 804 0910. Welcome back. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on the new Sports Radio 910. The fan now at 105.1 FM. Phone lines are open throughout the show. 833-804-0910. 833-804-0910. How are you feeling after that game last night? Because I'll tell you guys, I'm sick, disgusted. I'm pissed off. I'm tired of going into games on national television and getting our butts whipped. I'm sick and tired of starting slow. I'm sick and tired of it. I feel disgusted after that game last night. I said it in the opening segment. I had to take two showers this morning because I felt like something stunk. You know what it is? It's just my football team stinks. They played like poop on national TV. That's how I'm feeling. How are you feeling right now driving around Richmond? 833 804 Let's go to the phone lines here. Looks like we've got Gino in RVA. Gino, you're on the fan with AWOD.
2: That's me. What's going on, A-One? I love to hear you fired up like that, man. That's how like, that's how you should be after a loss like that. That was terrible, man. Man, it, it was terrible.
1: It, it was one of those things where I couldn't believe what I was watching. Gina, who do you blame the most for last night?
2: Well, it's a mix of uh, it's a mix of things. Um, obviously, Ron Rivera isn't an inspiring uh, coach, as we uh, give him credit for. Yeah. Um, and if you look at it, Ron Rivera has never really been. A good coach. He just always had good players, and um, I just, you know, for the fact that you're not, you should be. I will be flipping Gatorade the tables over. F this ping pong table, flip that over. I will be throwing shoulder pads. It's the worst, the second to the worst team in the league is to put up 21 points to me in the first half, it's 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 unacceptable. Yeah. Throwing deep bombs, 30, 40 yeah. yards down the field, completely wide open, uncovered. That's Jack Del Rio's fault. And he's another one that ain't never been a good coach. He ain't, never, he ain't never been a good coach, ever. Like, But at the end of the day, we're supposed to have this elite defense. You know, we got all these first-round picks on the front line, but we can't, get to, we can't get to the quarterback. We can't stop the run. What is going on? Every game up to this point, if, if everybody we played has put up 25, 35, 40 points on us. So that tells you right there, our defense can't stop nothing. We can't stop them.
1: Yeah, can't do anything. Playing uninspired football. I appreciate the call. Good stuff there. If you want to chime in, 833-804-0910. 833-804-0910. If you want to chime in. We bring in Michael Phillips here for a little bit of crosstalk here on AWOD Radio. And Look, I I mentioned I'm feeling disgusted after that game. I'm feeling like I don't even know what I watched. It It was one of those games where... It was ugly from start to finish. It r- barely got better. You know, yes, they outscored them in the third quarter there, but then you come back in the fourth and, and you look
0: terrible again. So, I mean, Michael, it was just one of those games where you feel like, what am I watching here, right? I got myself hyped up. I got myself hyped up right before halftime. It's 20 to three. The score is 20 to three. Things are going really badly, but we're not done yet. It's not over at 20 to three. You're 20 to three. You got a chance because you've got possession with three minutes left. And if you score, you get the ball on the other side of halftime, too. So you're down 17. That's bad. But you got two possessions, one right before halftime, one right after halftime. And what do they do? They throw an interception. He just deflates you.
1: Yeah. And you also brought something up on your show that I couldn't believe, which was Sam Howell makes that incredible play on third and 12, right? Makes it to fourth and three, maybe two and a half. And then you send the field goal unit out there. Like, what are you
0: doing? Why, why is he putting his body on the line if you're going to kick a field goal? It's 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 an insult to Sam Howell. It right. is an insult to that play. It's also an insult to the analytics. Why'd you go for two? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> what? It's an insult to the people who spent money to watch that product. It's an insult to the people who, who watched it on TV casually. It's an insult to football that in the year 2023, we don't have flying cars yet, and we don't have good football yet, y- even though, I mean— Everybody knows what to do by now. I thought everybody knew what to do by now. We're pissed
1: off here at 910 The Fan. If you're driving around Richmond and you're pissed off today here on a Friday, we're supposed to be happy. It's the freaking weekend. But I just want to break something. I I, I was watching the game with my boys last night. At halftime, I said, Murph, are you talking smack? I, I, I want to punch you in the face right now. I just wanted to hit something. Because you know what? Our defenders didn't want to hit anyone. No. Fun lines are open 833-804-0910. eight zero four zero nine ten. Let's go to line two. We've got Frank in Mechanicsville. Frank, you're on the fan with Awad. AWOD, happy misery Friday, bro. Yeah, I know. What? I, I'm trying to hang in.
3: I, I I can't. What a what a horrible pit poor performance. Um, you know, it absolutely deflating, humiliating. I, there's just not worth for it. it. How do you lose to a team that hasn't won a game in 14 freaking games in prime time? I had people I haven't heard from in seven years texting me and messaging me on Instagram and Snapchat just sending laughing face emojis because they knew how horrible of a performance it was. Jack Del Rio should be fired today. No questions asked. Ron Rivera, I don't, at this point, it really doesn't matter. Ron, Jack Del Rio needs to be gone. Uh it's just awful. Uh I was so freaking mad last night. I threw my remote and broke the remote and yeah. like I woke up. I, I couldn't sleep. I'm tired. I'm angry. It you know, it they walked up there thinking that they had this win in their pocket and it and it showed it. What a just disgraceful performance. I feel bad for this entire fan base. It's yeah. It's two steps forward, 15 steps back.
1: Hey, you know what it is? Well, it's two steps forward, it's three steps back. We were 2-0, and oh, and now we're 2-3 th- and three, uh, because we don't play <laughs> any defense because we play zero oh. defense. Stubb, I need you to have your hand on the dump button because I'm ready to drop expletives right now. I mean, are you kidding me, Ron Rivera? Are you kidding me? He doesn't care. He doesn't care. The fan base cares. We all care. Frank, what was the most disappointing part of last night to you?
3: The defense as a whole. It, it really was just the defense. The offense, like you said, they did what they needed to do. It, the slow starts are clearly attributed to Ron. He's done this his entire career, especially in Washington. But the offense was showing that they know how to come back and, and stay in the game. But it's the, the coaching and just the defense as a whole. We have so much freaking talent on our defense and it's not being used properly. Jack Del Rear is a dinosaur. He needs yeah. to retire. He can go live out his life doing something else. Find someone who's young and innovative that knows how to call the right coverages. For Christ's sakes, you're getting burnt by DJ Moore. Play a two-high safety coverage and don't let the dude catch the ball. They couldn't throw it to anybody else. Right. It's just off Just defense, man. It's just horrible. Yeah, absolutely horrible.
1: Yeah, good call, man. I appreciate you chiming in there. I mean, seriously, you look at the wide receivers for – the Chicago Bears. DJ Moore, eight catches, 230 yards. Cole Komet, the tight end, 42 yards. Robert Tunyon, I'm pretty sure he's another tight end, 10 yards. Nobody else caught a freaking pass. Nobody. Except for DJ Moore. Let's keep it rocking here on the phone lines. You're listening to AWOD Radio. William in Richmond. William, you're on the fan with AWOD.
3: I'm a god AWOD. I, 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 I was speechless last night. Yeah. For the first time, I was speechless. I could not believe what I was watching. Look, Ron Rivera needs to go. Jack, R- Jack Del Rio needs to go. We, we need maybe put BNME in at a head coach. And what do we do with defensive coordinator? I don't know. Ryan Kerrigan. I don't know. Right. Clean the house. I'm sick of it. I'm tired today over this inept ability to play defense. We have the best players in the league some would argue, on defense. How come we can't stop people? Why? It's
1: simple. It's because the schemes aren't good enough. Because Jack Del Rio is coaching defensive football like it's still 1999. He hasn't changed over to the 2000s yet.
2: Yes, and then they stand over there on the sidelines like they're watching a movie. Yeah,
1: it's unbelievable.
2: He he did not care at Uh, halftime.
1: He was not fired up at all. And it's just so frustrating to watch because the fan base cares and everyone that went to the game was wa- ready to watch us win on Thursday night and we just
3: pooped the bed
1: completely.
3: Yes, yes, yes. I've been watching this team since I was a kid, 40 years ago. Mm. But this is the worst presentation of our of our talent. It, it, it has to go to coaching. It yeah. has to. We, we are talented. Yep. We are talented. I agree. How come we can't put the product on the field? It because, it's because of the coaching. I'm sick today over this. Hey. Thank you for taking my call. Yep,
1: no, I appreciate you chiming in, man. Uh, thanks a lot. Good call. Phone lines are open, 833-804-0910. 833-804-0910. We didn't get to do much crosstalk, Michael Phillips. Are, are you busy today? People are fired up. You, I to hang around. You, can you hang around, 1245, because I, I got a bone to pick with you. Uh-oh. I, I, I was listening to your show this morning, Uh-oh. and you did a great job because it got me fired
0: up. I want to uh, it got uh, me fired I'm up. I'm a Del Rio fired guy. The phone lines have my back there. I, I like that, all right? And, and you know what? Fire both of them. Fire Ron. <laughs> fire Jack Doriam. Don't have to pick. Honestly,
1: anybody that has any connection to the Snyder family needs to go. I'm calling out Julie Donaldson, Jason Wright. Anybody that cast a paycheck by Dan Snyder needs to leave the building. I'm sorry. You're you're done. You're finished. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on the new sports radio, 910 The Fan, now at 105.1 FM.
4: throwing got
3: open man dj moore end zone touchdown touchdown
1: bears this does this just in dj moore still wide open in landover nobody's covering him we're here about 12 hours later still wide open has not been touched what what are they playing two-hand touch for the commanders unbelievable how they let dj moore erupt for 230 yards one guy single-handedly defeated 11 of your defensive players. Unbelievable. I can't believe what my eyes just watched last night. One of the worst losses in the history of this franchise. One of the worst. A- at least the Monday Night Massacre, Michael Vick played a hell of a game. I mean, the Eagles were talented. The Bears have n- a bunch of nobodies. A bunch of nobodies. And they took down the Commanders 40-20 to 20 on national television. Joining us right now on the Hadid Mercer Rug Cleaning Hotline... It's our buddy Chris Russell, the rooster. What's going on, bud?
4: Oh, Ewad, hey, how are you, pal? Top of the afternoon. I mean, how did you like the festivities last night, baby?
1: Oh boy. Man, I, I, I've never been more upset watching a game. I, I after the game ended, I just closed my eyes and I, I wished that it never actually happened. I wished it, it was like it was like,
4: pinch me, this can't be real. I gotta be honest with you. Um, you'd probably drive me absolutely batty and insane, but I would, I would pay maybe about ten dollars and forty nine cents right now to sit with you and Linnell Willingham during a football game, during a Commanders game, like last night, just to see and chart you guys and how angry and how absolutely out of your mind you would get. Yeah. I mean, I'd pay good money, at least $10.49. Chris, if you were watching with me
1: last night, you, you'd you have uh, two black eyes. I, I would have punched you in the face. <laughs> I, was, I was trying to start a fight with the people I was watching with because I was just so angry I wanted I, to hit something. And now I am in the studio here and I'm ready to break every microphone. I'm so upset. What's the one thing that you're most upset about, Chris?
4: Well, uh, for me, it's once again, another game, and it doesn't happen every game, but it happens way, way, way too much with this coaching staff and this group of players and this organization. And it is not just on the coaching staff. Let me be clear: it is not just on the coaching staff. What happens is you get a one o'clock game or in last night's game an eight fifteen game awad, and they don't decide to show up until ten o'clock at night. Yeah. Like, what is going on here? I know you put your guts on the line. I know you spilled blood, sweat, and tears four and a half days ago. I know it's unfair to have to play a Thursday night game after playing seven minutes of overtime in 82-degree weather and 78 snaps and all that stuff. Got it, got it, got it, got it. You're professionals. You're highly paid. You get five and a half months off per year. Is it too much to ask you to show up at 8.15 instead of 10 o'clock? Is it too much to ask one side or the other, and unfortunately sometimes it's both units, quite honestly, uh, and it was last night, to show up at 1.02 on a Sunday afternoon instead of 2.15 or 2.30, is it that hard to come ready to play? You play one game a week in normal circuit, and I understand, again, this is two games a week. I got it. I don't care so much that you lost, although that's not good either, but, like, to get annihilated, to get ambushed to get absolutely smacked in every way from the get-go immediately from the first play of the game And then to have it happen on both sides, and, you know, the offense a little less scary than the defense, but still the offense wasn't good in the first half at all. They did nothing, and the defense was horrendous. So to me, that's what I'm most upset with, is a complete and consistent ability to show up one side or the other, and sometimes it's both units, on time, and, and, and to have to wait for an hour and a half for you to show a sign of life at a pulse.
1: And that's what's so frustrating, is and that's why I blame Ron Rivera, because I just wonder, what is he being paid to do? Alright? He was the one that selected these draft picks. He's the one that's supposed to inspire these guys to be fired up. Iberflus is out here, uh, ready to lose his job, and yet he gets his boys ready to play. So I just don't understand what Ron Rivera did from Sunday to Wednesday to have his boys play the most uninspired football of all time. What is Ron Rivera paid to do? Because he got nobody fired up nobody
4: yeah I mean I mean listen uh those guys play hard for him I can never say they don't play hard for him uh usually for the most part what I can question is that they never play or that they play they play poorly or disorganized or Uninspired, way too much, right? So I think there's a difference. I, I, I generally try not to uh, challenge so- an athlete or a coach's effort because Awwad, I've been in that building, you know, uh, for six years on a daily basis, mm-hmm. and then bits and pieces, you know, for many years after that. And I think I know how that building, the temperature works, even now, and the psyche of an athlete and coaches—they all work. The question is is whether you work really hard and whether you're really screwed in and paying attention to detail and really fired up and playing with your hair on fire or if you're just going through the motions. And too often this team feels like it's going through the motions. And I, I just have to wonder, you know, like I know everybody makes a big deal of Ron with the folded arms. Yeah. Ron can be fiery, but for the most part, he's a stay medium guy. And that's that's just
1: not good enough. That doesn't win you games. I don't know how you go into halftime and you say, we're going to let the players talk this out. What is your job as the head coach then? That's so stupid, and they don't. Here's the thing, Chris. They it's like they have a terrible game plan because every week I look at the opponent and I say, Week one, don't let Zach Ertz burn you. He burns you. Week two, don't let Courtland Sutton. You know, week three, don't let it be Stephon Diggs. Week four, don't let it be AJ Brown. Week five, don't let it be DJ Moore. It's like they don't watch the film to stop the opposing team's best player.
2: Yeah.
4: I mean, sometimes they do a fairly good job. Like I'll give you a, for instance, you mentioned AJ Brown last week. That wasn't their focus. Their focus was stopping the run of DeAndre Swift and the RPO stuff of Jalen Hurts, keeping him in the pocket. So I do think they accomplished what their number one goal was. The problem is, is when you take on a big boy offense, they don't have just a number one thing last night. I mean, you could say the bears only had DJ Moore, I mean, obviously, they have uh, um, um, Justin Fields. But to me, you, you, know, you know what pissed me off last night was Khalil Herbert. Like, he had that big 31-yard run, and then A1 twice in the second quarter uh, on two consecutive series on third and seven. Third yeah. and seven, he ripped off a nine-yard run and a seven-yard run on two third and sevens. To me, that's inexcusable. Like it's one thing to struggle against DJ Moore and Justin Fields making plays and whatnot. It's inexcusable to get gassed in those situations, or to give up a big play to um uh, 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 who's the other receiver that I'm uh, not Cole But the uh, other no, the other receiver. Yeah, no, 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 no. The receiver that scored the touchdown in last year's game, and I'm, I'm blanking on his name, oh, uh, against Kendall Fuller. E- either way, uh, not um, I'm, just, I'm just forgetting his name. Like, to me, that's where this team gets in the most trouble is when they usually do a good job of isolating and taking away something, they get beat by the other guys. Last night, they didn't take away anything, nothing, yeah. nothing.
1: Yeah. Well, you know what the most frustrating thing for me is that last year this team wins eight games, scoring 18.9 points per game. All right, you bring in Eric Bienemy. You're scoring 20 points per game now. So you've he's doing his job, but the defense has regressed. The defense has taken a step back. None of the first-round, second- or third-round picks are hitting. It's just... It's terrible. And and so this team is yeah. taking a step back this season. And look, you only had one chance to have a first impression on, on the fan base here. The new era. I don't know why anyone would come to another home game this season after that performance. Why would you,
4: well, the- you know, why
1: would you deal with the traffic and the long lines to watch yeah. your team stink it up?
4: Yeah, I, I think the good news is, Awad, three out of the next four or four out of the next five, I believe, uh, it might be four out of five. I know it's three out of four are on the road, so that's good. They seem to play a little bit better with their head screwed on straight there. Yeah. Uh, not always, but, you know, for the most part, number one, um, this team has historically been bad uh, at, at home, especially in games uh, that they uh, win. Um, the, here's the bottom line. I, 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 like, I agree with you that it, it is – Look, even with Josh Harris in the fold, we knew this wasn't going to be an overnight thing. We knew that there wasn't like a, a magic pill or anything. What's so disappointed, so disappointing is that it's now three in a row. And, again, we all, I think most of us expected close losses uh, against Buffalo at Philadelphia. Fine, right? Th- those are the NFL heavyweights. But to get annihilated, to get embarrassed – to get humiliated by a team who had not won a game in almost 365 days, who since October 24th of last year and to lose by 20 is just incomprehensible. I don't know. Like I don't like to call for people's jobs, but here's what I'm going to call for on your show, on my show. And that is, if there isn't like a hair on fire meeting today between Josh Harris, Mitchell Wales, Ron Rivera, Jack Del Rio, Eric Bienemi, Jason Wright, and who, and you, you want to throw magic in whatever, Mark Ein, if there isn't a like, hey, you bleepers aren't leaving this room, this conference room, until you pass out from exhaustion. If there isn't that, A1, like if you don't want to fire anybody, uh, okay, whatever. I mean, I know that's the easy thing to call for. If there isn't that, then I don't know what else to tell you because nobody in this organization, and this is not an instant reaction, nobody in this organization plays and coaches and operates like their hair is on fire. Yeah. I'm sorry. I know that to be true, and I will not back down from that. John Allen can dispute it. Uh, this guy can dispute it. They do not play like their lives depend on it.
1: No, absolutely not. And the honeymoon phase is officially over. It's time to call for some heads here, or at least tell them that they're on the hot seat. Russell, I appreciate you joining the show, man. Thanks a lot. You got to tell. Have a good weekend. Yeah, that's Chris Russell, the Rooster. Follow him on social media, Russellmania621. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio on The Fan. Welcome back. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on the new sports radio, 910 The Fan, now at 105, one FM. We've still got a lot to get to here on a football Friday. Appreciate everybody who's called so far to chime in on the Commander's defeat Thursday Night Football by the Chicago Bears. We'll open up the phone lines again at 1 p.m. for the Richmond Commander, 833-804-0910. We will mix things up at 2 p.m., talk a little college football, and then West Durham from the ACC Network will join the show at 2.15 uh, but right now, every Friday at 1245, we got a special segment planned for you guys, uh, as I will be joined by one of the guys from Bit Season, one of the donks behind the glass of the sports junkies. And this week, it's Matt Valdez for Don't Sleep on These Picks. What's going on, Valdez?
3: Adam, what's up? How are you? I, I wanted to ask you, did
1: you want to take a victory lap? Because you correctly picked the Bears to win, and I brought it up on my show yesterday, and I was like, is Valdez just zigging when everyone's zagging? But you know what? You were correct.
3: Look, I know I was correct, but today was not the day to do a victory lap. Everyone was very, very upset about the performance last night. And my theory behind taking the Bears was everyone wants this new era to start, this Josh Harris new era. But you know what? Rehab takes time. And this team has no credibility yet. This team uh, has no equity in it. We're walk- Everyone's treating them like they're the Chiefs, they're the Jags, they're the Lions, but they're not there yet. They haven't proven anything yet. And a short week, this type of game with a, with a hungry 0-4 team on the road, this, this makes your ears perk up. It makes you start listening to things. It makes you start, start questioning if this, is, if this team's on the right track or not and i just i just went with history yeah. that they have, they haven't they haven't proved it yet and that's going to take time and just because josh harris goes in and fixes a couple of leaky pipes in fedex doesn't mean the team's fixed
1: I know, and the problem is is that we've got a new owner, but we've got the same lame duck head coach, and I'm putting all the blame on Ron Rivera. I would like him to turn in his key card, his parking pass, and put his house up for sale. I'm so done with Ron Rivera. It's just so annoying to watch him on the sidelines, and it's like he doesn't care. You know, Cake said it best. He's just an arm folder.
3: Yeah, that's very true. You You would like to see some passion out of him, and at this point, there really hasn't been much progress and you've been given every opportunity possible to make progress and you really haven't shown anything and what i'm what i'm hoping doesn't happen is ron goes to the excuse board and starts saying well i didn't get the offensive lineman i wanted because we were pinching pennies for the for the sale of the team right. there was a lot of money changing hands and i don't know if if we we're going to be able to, to to go out and acquire the guys that i wanted but, but we did what we can, and next year we'll be able to do it with Josh Ferris as, as official as the new owner with his first offseason. If he's selling that, run away. That's snake oil. Don't take it. Don't <laughs> listen to it.
1: I know, and uh, he's also the guy that handpicked all the first, second, and third round picks. You need one of those guys to hit. You need one of those guys to show up and make plays, and all three of them have been failures so far, especially Manuel Forbes. I mean, he got burnt by the Eagles, and then it felt like the Bears were just— Targeting him and trying to take advantage of, of his mistakes. But let's get to the picks this week. You are one and zero because you picked the Bears to win
4: here on Don't Sleep on these picks. It's time for Don't Sleep on these picks, presented by Don't Sleep Energy. AWOD will be joined by one of the donks behind the glass, Drab and Valdez. He's the sexiest man on the planet. To go through the best college and NFL games of the weekend. Weekend! Weekend! Don't sleep on this segment every Friday at 1245
1: on AWOD Radio. All right, Valdez, so I'm still alive here in our Odyssey NFL Survivor Pool. I got Ravens, Cowboys, Dolphins, and Vikings all to get wins for me when I needed them in the first four weeks of the season. Do you have a lock for this Sunday slate
3: Uh, well for your survivor pool I would definitely look at the Dolphins and I would definitely look at the Lions Uh, to be honest with you I fear the Panthers a hell of a lot more with Andy Dalton under center than Bryce Young yeah and it looks like and it looks like the Giants are just uh, speaking of lame ducks a lame duck season uh, with with the Giants they look pathetic Uh, Miami their offense is just cruising both teams are at home I don't think you can go wrong either way uh, survivor-wise with those two teams. But in terms of bets, in terms of over-unders, I'm going to ride the Ravens under train again. If you think about it, the Ravens have only let touchdowns on 6% of their drives. That's three out of 48 offensive drives that the Ravens' defense was on the field. They've only allowed touchdowns in three of those 48 the defense is looking looking great Marlon Humphrey should be coming back from an injury Marcus Williams might see some time Brandon Stevens has really stepped up his game and to be honest with you Jadavian Clowney has gotten the most pressures on a quarterback in his career while playing with the Ravens so I'm going to go with under uh, Ravens Steelers it's always a close game um, the Steelers always play the Ravens hard on defense uh, T.J. Watt always balls out against the Ravens. So I expect a close affair, under-type game. I believe the number right now, you can get it at 38-and-a-half on books out there.
0: Yeah,
1: I do think this is going to be a defensive battle here. Ravens-Steelers, it seems like it always is when these two franchises play against each other. And that was a really good breakdown of why you're betting the under. But we have a rule on my show. Until you hit a bet... We're going to fade you. And we faded you last week correctly here or two weeks ago on the Ravens. So I'm going to take the over 38 and a half LDS. No disrespect, but until you hit on my show, I'm going to keep fading your biggest lock. Uh, Do you have any college football plays for this weekend?
3: Definitely. There's going to be some some great games uh, this weekend. It's the Red River rivalry, Red River shootout, whatever you want to call it. That's a noon game uh, between Oklahoma and Texas. Look, Texas had a big win against against Alabama this year on the road, but we've kind of learned that Alabama's a little fraudulent. Uh, their offensive line's not that good. Uh, their quarterback play's not that great. And everybody was rating that Texas went very highly. And let me give you some, uh, a statistic. Quinn Ewers, when he is facing a cover one or cover three, uh, or cover three defense, mm-hmm. his success rate is only 18%. Do you know what? what the majority of Oklahoma's defense is, it's cover one or cover three. So I'm going to take the Sooners plus five and a half. I think it's going to be a close game, and I'm pretty sure that the Sooners are going to win outright, but I'll take the five and a half points from
2: Oklahoma.
1: That's interesting because Texas has been really good uh, this season, and that should be a a really good battle, 12 noon on ABC. All right, let's get to your sports tilt of the week. Valdez, I'll go first here, and I'm going to take a shot at drab t
3: shirt All right. Okay. I love it when you do this.
1: Stop letting Kevin McCarthy talk football. He is on the show to talk movies. It is so infuriating to hear him think that he knows football now because at 40 years old, he picked up the remote and turned on NFL on Sundays now. He needs to study for five years before you ever let him comment on football and Sam Howell on the junkies. As a listener, and especially a guy that worked on that show, and knowing how much of a stupid nerd he is, and the fact is, for years, he couldn't name a quarterback in the league and now he's over here talking about, oh, I love Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson sucks, Kevin. What the hell are you watching? Stop letting him talk
3: football drab. <laughs> that's a great one. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I had two, Adam, okay. if you don't mind. Number one, we got to stop fighting in the stands in NFL games. I, there's a, a, not a week that goes by that there isn't some sort of horrific, violent, drunken fight that's going on in the NFL stands. And I don't know what's going on. I don't know if people are tailgating too much. I don't know if they're over-serving people at the stadium or if the beer sales are going too long as it is. But no one can go to a game and enjoy it anymore. It just looks horrendous watching people brawl in the middle of the stands, especially in front of kids. Please, that's got to stop. It doesn't make me want to go to a game anymore, let alone uh, at home or even on the road. No fun whatsoever. And also, shame, shame, shame on ESPN, and I'll tell you why. The entire week leading up to the wildcard games from MLB Baseball, there was zero coverage. ABC and ESPN hosted the divisional wildcard game rounds. They, they had them on their television, and they had zero preview on first take. They had zero preview all week leading up to the games, and I'm just, I've been very disappointed uh, at ESPN's MLB coverage.
1: That's a good point. It feels like nobody cares about playoff baseball right now just because it's been a fun NFL season. How, how far do you think your Orioles can go?
3: Look, I'm going to game one Saturday at Oriole Park at Camden Yards. It'll be rocking. Right now, I'm just enjoying the ride. I'm, hopefully, they can get to the World Series, and that'd be great. That's, that's all I want to do is see one in my lifetime. I haven't yet. I've been to a playoff game, but I haven't seen a World Series. I think this team's chippy. They're scrappy and they just, for whatever reason, uh, they, they find a way to win. you got to look at their record of one-run one, one games, Adam. It's, it's outrageous. It's one of the best in Major League history.
1: Valdez, I appreciate you taking the time to join the show. This has been Don't Sleep on These Picks, sponsored by Don't Sleep Energy Drink. If you need the energy to stay up and see your late-night picks go up in flames or Need the energy to stay up and watch the Commanders fail on Thursday Night Football? Uh, have the energy to stay up and do a three-hour radio show where I scream about why Ron Rivera should be fired? If you want to be like me, head over to DontSleepEnergy.com. Use the promo code AWODRADIO to save some cash. Your picks might go busto, but you'll be loaded with Gosto. Don't Sleep makes you great. Uh, Valdez, will you accept me as an honorary Orioles fan throughout these playoffs here because it's something about seeing them in the postseason that's reminding me of when I was a kid and I'd go see Jerry Harrison Jr. and Mike Musina <laughs> and, and, and Cal Ripken. I want to be an O'S fan.
3: I you know what? This is what I want you to do. I want you to kneel before me. Kneel before me and I will take my and I will take my Louisville Slugger bat. I'm kneeling. And I, will, <laughs> and I will and I will and I will dub thee. I will dub thee O'S fans. Awad, you are honorary O's fan for the for the playoff run. I just dubbed you with my Louisville plugger.
1: Let's go, go O's, go! What do we
4: say? What's go the what's O's. the go? What's the chant? <laughs> Let's go O's! Let's go O's! Let's go O's! <laughs> there you go, you got it down perfect.
1: All right, man, I'll talk to you next week.
3: Yeah, the uniforms match your orange hair. <laughs>
1: Oh, man. Good stuff, man. I appreciate you chiming in. You're listening to Wad Radio on the fan.